Hello, hello, my lovely friends. How are you today? It is October the 20th, 2021, and welcome to my podcast. Sonia here with Fresh Approach Fitness, a wellness company, and today we are talking about change. A couple things happened in my life over the last week, and without digging too deeply into it, um, it's encouraged some change from my end. And I don't know about you, most of us are paralyzed by the thought of change, right? Naturally, when, whenever there's change, it's hard. And we have to make movements in a direction that we're not familiar with. And the change happened very quickly. And I am thankful that I had the courage. So if you are at all, at all, looking for something different in your life, like how to change, because, you know, that is the question. How do we embrace change? How do we have the courage to change? Because oftentimes we know what we want to change. We may even know how to go about doing it. But when it comes to getting out of our own way, that's the tough part. So if you want to make a big change in your life, but you're not sure how, then this episode is for you because it's more than just going through the motions. You want to break free. You want to find that courage to help you propel that change. So let me share with you um, a little bit of my rationale behind it. Two of my family members on Friday, after having a bit of a rough week to begin with, Two of my family members were in two separate car accidents on Friday. So this is like a week, less than a week ago now, both within an hour apart. And thankfully, 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 nobody was hurt. Neither party, neither any of my family members nor the other parties were injured. But it was scary. It was scary. I, my heart jumped out of my body more than once. And for me, this was a major awakening as to prioritizing my life. And I know we're paralyzed by change because we're comfortable, but it's not the right place to be if you're always thinking of something more and something else. So today's episode has been inspired by, as usual, by my life's events. And um, there's been some major shifts in my life, which you're going to learn about over time. But essentially, I am taking um, more time to prioritize what really matters in my life. And that is my family. That is helping others grow and succeed and step into their courage so they can make their goals and dreams come true. So you ready to jump in? We're going to get started today and see um, what we can do to make some changes in your life. And it starts with mindset. It really, really does. Because change itself may be a good thing. You know, we fear it, but but it very well may be the exact thing that we need to do to make that difference in our lives. But it is not easy. And it often involves a level of risk. With risk comes unfamiliarity and venturing into the unknown. You know, you're facing a lot of demons. You're facing a lot of uncertainty. You're facing a lot of other people's opinions. You are going into uncharted territories when you have the courage to face change. 
And all of this is unsettling for most of us. Just think, just think for a few minutes of the last year and a half, whether you were directly impacted or indirectly impacted, what did that change have for you in your life? And maybe you were one of the ones that were not impacted at all, but I'm sure you know people that were. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. When it comes to change, change is where growth is. And this is something that we have to remind ourselves of. When we are going through a time of transition, that we are going to get so much more out of it. We are going to grow as a person. We're going to adapt. We're going to align with exactly where we need to be in, in life. So I'm going to go ahead, share some words of wisdom and a little inspiration, a couple of stories, because I'm hoping that this is going to give you the inner courage that you need to make the change. Because here's the thing, knowing what you need to do and then doing it are two completely different entities. For sure. And it's great if you have an accountability coach, somebody holding your hand, your partner, your spouse, your best friend, as you're going through these changes. But that's not always the case, is it? And more often than not, you're going to notice whenever there's any kind of transition in your life that somebody new pops into your life or they just started appearing in your life and they're here to help you through this change for one reason or another. We're going to learn a little bit more about that as well. So in today's episode, we're going to take a deep dive into what holds you back because I, as you know, I openly talk about my own struggles um, with whether it's personal growth, whether it was with my weight, with balancing my time, whether it's with my energies and emotions. Um, I share my life. That's part of what I do as a coach. I like to share the, I like to be really authentic and transparent and real. And I really hope that that's what sets me apart from everybody else, um, prioritizing my life and, and sharing those stories with you to help you understand that you're not alone in this journey and that you can get through it and you will get through it. So for a long time, I did struggle to achieve what I wanted to. Um, I remained stuck in a prison that I had created for myself. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. And how many, as you're going through today, Think about where you've got yourself stuck in your own prison, in your own day-to-day -day routine, in your own thoughts, in your own head. It's amazing when we think of it that way. So in the past, I've made minimal progress, if any, or not at all, because I had a problem. Sorry, not because I had a problem, but rather because I'd convinced myself that I didn't have a problem. So we're going to talk about change and how to get out of your own way and how it takes courage to even take one step in front of the other and how you may be clouded by your emotions, but that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. It means you care. So I don't know about, about you all, but I can tell you about myself. I am an extremely sensitive soul. I have, I am an empath, so I do pick up other people's feelings and emotions but mine are super heightened and I will cry very easily. And it's not for a good reason or a bad reason, but essentially it's because I care at the very bottom of it. The root of the cause is if I didn't care, I wouldn't have those emotions. And I am comfortable enough sharing those emotions, first of all, but secondly, I can't really control that. You know, I'm working on that, but that's just part of who I am in my nature. So my emotions sometimes get in my way. 
or trying to not share those emotions for fear of judgment. Get in my way. And because of that, I have remained stuck. I have chosen in some areas of my life, which is something I, I am making a major shift in right now, to move on to the next to step. Um, because here's the thing. When we talk about change, it's more so the fact of getting out of your own way. Because you are the reason that you are holding yourself back. I am the reason I was holding myself back. A hundred percent. But becoming aware is the most important step to take. Because that's where we can start by making change. And once you're aware of where you're at and what's next and what you're doing, you can then understand where you want to go. So, whether you choose to be inspired by today's episode, whether you choose to make immediate change, whether you choose to just let it soak in and sit with it, that's completely up to you. We're going to settle in and talk about change and how to create it. So, as I said, for as long as I can remember, I've defined myself as an emotional person. I used to be embarrassed by it. You know, but here's the thing. When you own your shadow, when you own your darkness, and I do go into depth and detail with this in my vision board workshop, but when you own your shadow and your darkness, nobody, and I mean nobody, can take it from you. Being an emotional person has led me to being an emotional eater. It has led me at times to be an emotional spender. It has led me at times to emotionally work out and move more than I should. It has led me to do more all the time because I never had the discipline. It wasn't my fault. I just never had the discipline. If I had a bad day, I would eat or I would shop. Um, and if I didn't feel good about myself, I would do the same things. And I knew I was making things worse, but I had a problem and it wasn't my fault. That's what I told myself. It wasn't my fault. I'm just an emotional person. And that means I do emotional things. And that's just who I am. Here's the thing. It was my problem. I did own it. It is okay that I'm an emotional person. But if I am trying to keep in my healthy frame, if I am trying to do healthy things for myself, I need to own that this is my problem. And that this is something I can fix. So I thought I knew what my problem was. I thought I knew what to do. I thought I just needed a simple change. But I had to find the right diet, right? I needed to find the right movement. I needed to find the right routine. And then, you know what, once I stuck with it, I thought everything would be fine. How familiar does that sound to you, right? Oh, what if I just try this? What if I do this? What if I wait for Monday? What if, what if, what if, right? Sounds familiar. You're always searching for something elsewhere to solve your problems. Something, that one thing that will finally stick. And maybe as I'm throwing different examples out there, maybe your issue isn't with food. Maybe it's with money. Maybe it's with drinking. Maybe it's with zoning out. Um, maybe it's exercise or something else. You're aware of what your problem is and what it is that you want to change, but nothing seems to work. Perhaps you try something and you make little progress, like so little that it feels like it's just one foot in front of the other. But then you have to, you reset and you go back to the beginning because you try something else. You're not alone. I spent most of my life up until my late thirties in this state. 
almost every single one of my clients has been there or they're still in this place because they're not ready to think differently. It's like a yo-yo. You go back and forth, but nothing seems to change. You know what you need to do. You just can't seem to do it. The problem is you are what you do. Knowing and learning and taking that knowledge in is not enough. You need to take action. And then you need to stick with that action day in and day out. You, my friend, you need to get out of your own way. That's right. You are the answer here. Because whatever you think stands in your way, that isn't it. It's you. You are what you're, what you are, what's stopping you from breaking free. I'm going to say that sentence again. You are what's stopping you from breaking free. If your schedule is too tight, if you don't have the time to work out, you're in control of your calendar. If it doesn't work for you, you make those changes. This is your life. Are you enjoying it? Are you taking the best out of every single day? So I've got three questions for you. What would it look like if it was easy? What would it look like if it was fun? And what would it look like if this was elegant? Add your own twist to these questions. You know, elegant can mean something different for everybody. Elegant for me combines easy, calm, luxury. Add to it what works for you. But I'm going to go over those three questions again. What would it look like if it was easy? What would it look like if it was fun? And what would it look like if it was elegant? Now, this is in terms of change. Change is where you see yourself in the future. Change is that thought that is continuously nagging in your mind, that story you're telling yourself. Oh, I would be so much better once I get this promotion at work. Oh, if I could only fit into these nine, size nine pair of jeans. Seriously, though, who wants to wear jeans anymore? I'm just saying. I heard the term hard pants earlier this week, and it's so true. I've not worn hard pants, jeans, in years, and I don't care to ever go back. Um, yeah, y'all know I'm a Zaya rep, but that's not the point. I feel so much better in clothes I can move in. And yeah, I might look good in jeans. You might look good in jeans. It's not my style anymore. So here's where I'm going with this. Things change over the course of time. You change during the course of time. We're going to talk next about how to change and how to get out of your own way. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into this. So this is when I finally broke free of my emotional pro problem when I learned these strategies that I'm going to share with you today. Once I've accepted that I was what stood in my own way, I was able to make progress and finally break free. I wasn't addicted to food. I wasn't addicted to spending money. I wasn't addicted to being with people and keeping busy. I still am an emotional person, but I own it now. I own my darkness. Okay. I can give myself an excuse to fail. I can give myself permission to give up, but that's not going to help me get to my goals. Because here's the thing. Chances are you two are telling yourself stories like this every single day. Stories like, I don't have time. I don't have the money. I don't have the energy. Whatever your story is. Here's the thing. You say you have a problem with weight loss. But what's really holding you back is much, much deeper than that. 
your limiting beliefs, for instance, your bad habits that you've spent your whole life doing that you don't even realize are bad habits, your fears and worries and anxieties of not knowing the best way to reach your goal, to have this change into your life. You know, the, the questions that little voice inside of your said, your head asks, but you're afraid to listen to. So here's the thing. As long as you are subscribing to that surface level pain, you will never break free from the real issue, which is why in the past I struggled. I really did. Before my mid thirties, my late thirties, I wasn't in a good place. I wasn't as happy as I am now. I was busy raising kids and working and doing what was expected of me. Yeah. What was expected of me. Let's talk about that for just a second. Who, who else can relate to this story of what's expected to you from society? You know, you go to school and then you go to post-secondary school and you have jobs along the way. And then you meet that special someone. You get married. You have babies. You have a job. You have some dogs. You continue to work longer and harder hours because life is costing you so much more. And then you do that for the rest of your life. Then what? You know what? My first change happened at 28 years old with my very first divorce with three kids under my belt and the youngest one being six months old. I had a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a six-month-old. I was forced to change right there, right then. Yeah, of course I was in survival mode for years after that. Second failed marriage, another opportunity to really, really, really change happened um, in my early 40s, uh, late 30s, early 40s. I don't know the exact date. I guess it was my right around there, right around my 40th birthday. And um, give or take a year or two, I don't really keep track of these numbers because honestly, I don't care. I know this is all part of my story, but forced to change again. And these were changes. When I look back at my life, there were some other changes that had to happen in my life. Of course, you know, you're let go from jobs or, um, you're balancing your bank account. Like there's different changes I had in between there, but these were some big ones. And, and here's the thing. As I'm going through those changes, I would do whatever I could not to face any other changes so I could handle the hard changes. That means I was dealing with surface level pain. I wasn't truly being genuinely happy with myself because you'll never break free from the real issue as long as you continue to tell yourself the same story and to apply the same efforts every single day. This is why I couldn't keep weight off in my past. This is why I had a hard time adapting to change when I was younger. But worst part of it all, this is why I struggled and always put more on like a yo-yo. I focused on what the problem was, but I didn't take time from my mindset perspective to figure out what was going on. So here's the first step awareness. I wasn't aware of the deeper issues I had. I wasn't aware of the stories and the lies I told myself. I didn't realize where the real pain was. And because I wasn't aware of any of this, I didn't know how to change. Awareness isn't the entire, the entire journey whatsoever, but you cannot begin until you are aware of where you're at. You cannot make that first step and change until you're aware that you're not happy, until you're aware that things aren't working, until you're aware that this is not working in your benefit. In the Healthy You Challenge that I've put together, you know, we spend time working on the mindset piece, 
quite a bit of it, actually, of the six-week challenge, we spend three weeks working on mindset. And this mindset is dedicated towards you becoming more aware. Most people are living their lives each day with their eyes closed, autopilot, they're sleepwalking. They're blind to the real pain issue and the real problem. You know, once I realized this, I was able to make some changes. The journey since then has been tough, right? It hasn't always been easy. I've had my ups and downs, but I've broken free of the prison that I've created for myself. It all began when I opened my eyes and I saw that the door had been opened all along. You know, that car accident that my family was in or those two car accidents that my family members were in, that was a major wake-up call for me. It's not the first time I'm trying to invoke change into my life, but this one has pivoted new direction, new opportunities, new focus of what really, really matters to me as to why I moved back, why I'm living my life and why I'm doing what I'm doing. So from this point, I step further and further away from my pain each day. I have continuously made conscious choices that are helping me in terms of meals, mindset, movement, and my relationship with money. This journey of awareness has helped me become more aware of my issues. And it's thrown me down a rabbit hole of everything I want to work on. I know I can't do it at once, but here's the thing. From this first point of awareness, I've gotten to know the real me. I listened to that little voice. I've grown and I've stepped out of my own way. Am I fixed? Nope, absolutely not. Is anyone? No. Don't let anybody believe you. Don't let any coach or influencer, social seller, or anybody else let you be convinced that they are fixed. Probably not. We should all be stumbling every single day. But that's how we learn. That's how we grow. And that's how we invoke change. Here's one thing you can do, though. Ask yourself this question. Is this old thinking or new thinking? If it was old thinking... I would ask what my new way of thinking would be. How would the person I want to be in the future be responding to this situation? What would they say? How would they think? Awareness of the whole, the big picture, allows me to be aware in the moment. Once you achieve this, it's amazing, completely amazing, what you can do with it and how it will impact multiple levels of not just your life, but the life of those that surround you. So let's talk about some of the barriers of the things that are standing in your way. Barrier of tomorrow. How many times have you said, oh, I'll do that tomorrow, or I'm going to start this diet on Monday, or whatever it looks like. The barrier that held me back from transforming my life for so long was the barrier of tomorrow. I used to tell myself I'll do it tomorrow all the time. But as a reason not to make a good choice today, because I wasn't motivated enough. I wasn't motivated in the right place. I knew it needed to be done, but I would make any excuse to push it off to tomorrow. Now, I'm not talking about a sink full of dishes, but for some people, that could be the first step that they take, okay? For me, these are bigger things, but for some people, it could be as simple as making your bed and feeling like you've accomplished something. You start where you're at. This is your journey, remember. I used to use the future as a weapon against my present. I was using it as a cop-out from today. A little 
handy card that I would play to let myself off the hook and to temporarily feel better. Have you ever done this? I can't be the only one. Have you ever just said, oh, I'll start that diet tomorrow. I'll go over my budget tomorrow. I'll spend more time with my spouse tomorrow. I have to say, and I'm going to interrupt my normal thoughts. I'm going to sidebar for just a second. I saw the most amazing TikTok this morning. And it was about a woman sharing her experience about her husband said that he was running to Walmart and does she need anything? And does she want to come? And she's like, no, I don't need anything. And no, I don't want to come. Um, thank you. I'm exhausted for my day. I just want to stay home. And he left the house for about 10 minutes and then she realized something. She did need something at Walmart. She needed her husband. She called him back. She asked him to come back in to get her. And it wasn't about picking up anything. It was simply about spending time together in the moment. Instead of waiting till tomorrow to spend time together, this was his way of asking her to spend time together today. So it's incredibly easy and it's a useful way of making the healthy decision difficult by procrastinating to tomorrow. You can make it more difficult by procrastinating till tomorrow or we can definitely start today and make it a little bit easier. Once we realize that that invitation to go with you is just time together or that healthy eating can start today. Because do you always want to be pushing things off till tomorrow? It wasn't how I wanted it to be. I wouldn't have accepted that kind of excuse or exception from any of my clients. And I definitely wouldn't have accepted it from myself had I heard the conversation out loud until I realized what I was saying and what I was doing. So if someone were to come into my office today and say, oh yeah, I was going to do that, but I didn't feel like it. I'll do that tomorrow. If they were one of my employees, I'd be like, are you kidding me? Like, what? This needs to be done today. Why are we putting things off to tomorrow? I wouldn't have accepted that from other people. So why am I accepting that from, why was I accepting that from myself, not am I? There's a few things I procrastinate on that could be done today. There, of course, I'm human. I do have a dishes. I do have dishes in the sink right now. I'll be honest, at night when I sit, I'm tired. Um, it doesn't take much on a day like today for me to take a break, unload the dishwasher, reload the dirty dishes, clean what needs to be cleaned by hand. That's okay. But it starts with awareness. I could not have turned my life around and figured out how to make healthier choices for myself, my mindset, my body, if I hadn't first realized that I was using tomorrow as a reason not to do something healthy today. So I want you to take some time to ask yourself, what are my defenses? What am I saying to myself? Or what are you saying to yourself? Let me rephrase that. What are you saying to yourself to let yourself off the hook and to stop making progress? Remember, you're not stuck. You're just stopped. Why did you stop? This all hinges on awareness. When you become aware of your defensiveness, your excuses, your negative thoughts, your patterns, you gain the power to change your thinking. And that allows you, my friends, that allows you to change your life. Okay. The second point is looking for a way out. So the second major barrier I had to overcome is very similar to the first, but there's a critical distinction between the two. The first barrier I was using was I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. It was an excuse not to make a healthy choice in the present. The second barrier 
takes a step a little bit further. Instead of pushing my healthy decisions off into the future, I would also push them off and decide not to make them at all. Kind of like New Year's resolutions, right? And seriously, I became ninja level good at this. I would use anything as an excuse to eat food I knew I shouldn't. Oh, I had a bad day. Oh, I couldn't do this. Oh, I couldn't do that. It was like a magic trick. I would say, oh, I'm too busy. Work was stressful. I've always been overweight anyways. What's the point? Or I've always been in debt anyways. What's the point if I buy a little bit more, spend a little bit more? Hold on to this money thought for one second. I'm just going to expand it a little bit further. How many of you listening to this find that when there's money in your bank account, a healthy amount, something that you're happy about, that you actually don't want to spend the money? You want to leave it there. You want to really think twice about your decisions and not spend. But if you're sitting in overdraft or if your credit cards are full, you almost don't care. Oh, I'm already in debt anyways. Right? That's an excuse you're telling yourself. That's you looking for a way out. I would even use positive occasions as an excuse. If something good happened at work, I could treat myself to a drink that night. I was celebrating someone's birthday. Of course I would get appetizers and desserts. It was a celebration. Do you see the pattern here? I would spend a lot of time pulling excuses out of thin air and preventing myself from making changes in my lifestyle. And this holds true to your job as well, my friends. What excuses are you letting stand in your way when it comes to doing what you're passionate about or what makes sense financially, but you're not truly happy? We're just expanding different scenarios as we go through it. So, but as my, with my first barrier, eventually I developed an awareness of my tendency to do that. And that allowed me to change my behavior. Instead of making excuses, I would ask myself, how can I have everything I want right now? Because the truth is, there were times I was stressed and needed to pamper myself. And there were times I really wanted to celebrate something in addition to wanting to make healthy choices. So I would ask myself, how can I have everything I want? And the truth is, sometimes I couldn't. Sometimes you cannot have your cake and eat it too. One of the best things I've ever heard is, yes, you can have your cake and eat it too, but you might not be able to have it all at once, all the time. Sometimes you need to make room for compromise. And that's how you would find ways, small ways to make changes that you can commit to. So here's a good example. Sometimes I would recognize that I need to work out. But of course, I've had a million excuses already. Too tired. I don't want to drive to the gym. I don't want to sweat right now. So in those situations, I would ask myself, how can I have everything I want? Well, I could go for a walk. That way there, I don't have to drive. I don't have to get into a sweat. And I'm still getting some exercise. I could exercise first thing in the morning before I have a shower. When you're always looking for to do that level 10 perfect thing, it isn't necessary to make progress. You don't need to be 100% on target or on plan to make progress. But you do need to make steps in that direction. So going for a walk may not have given me as much exercise as a workout at the gym, but it's better than sitting on my butt and probably eating more chips. <laughs> chips is my weakness every once in a while when I feel like something craving, like something 
some craving and I want something salty, um, it's chips for me. So going for a walk would be a great compromise and it would save me from doing both of those things, sitting on the couch, doing nothing and eating chips. And when you're making small progressive steps each day, when you're finding ways to make healthy choices and make yourself happy, it makes a difference in everything else that you do after that. You don't have to make excuses. You only have to make small changes. Consider these small building blocks on your Lego of life. Small blocks, not a big castle, small blocks. When you make small changes, you look forward to seeing results. You do, because the results will happen. With consistency and effort, the results will happen. I promise you. The final point here is the barrier of commitment. I had to overcome to truly transform my life. What I had to cover overcome was a little bit different and a lot bigger than the other two, and that's commitment. The other two were relatively simple once I was aware and once I realized that I had just stopped doing things. But I needed to gain awareness of my defenses and get rid of the excuses so I could start practicing in repeating healthier choices. This third barrier, the barrier of commitment, was completely different. I had to ask myself, how committed am I to practicing this new response versus slipping into old, familiar patterns? You know, those old patterns that got me to be overweight, those patterns that got me to be in overdraft in my bank account, those old patterns that got me to emotionally respond to everything all of the time and not just every once in a while. For a long time, I would tell myself, this is just the way it is. This is just who I am. And I'd always been overweight, so I assumed I'd always be overweight. I remember in high school, I mean, I can't say I was overweight, overweight, but I'm definitely healthier now than I've ever been. In my late 30s and 40s, I've been much healthier than I've ever been. Um, and yes, I've had debt, but that's because what's happened when you have a mortgage and student loans and life and kids. But I would never have the body I wanted. This is to be the story in my mind. And I would never have the bank account I wanted. And I would never have the healthiest marriage. That's why I had two divorces. Imagine those old patterns that I was continuously practicing to get me those same results. These were the stories I would tell myself. I had convinced myself that I was either indulging in behaviors that ultimately didn't make me happy or that somehow I was missing on opportunities to connect with the right people. I had put up so many walls and boxed myself into a narrow space in my mind that it just didn't need to be so small. But the stories, man, the stories I told myself just weren't true. Problem is, they were familiar. I had been telling myself these stories for so long. The truth is, the more disciplined I am in my life, the more routine, the more structure, the more committed, the more accountability, the more free and connected I am. I've seen this in myself. I've seen this in my clients all of the time. One of the things I hear often is, I am great at losing weight, but terrible at keeping it off. If you're telling yourself that story, I want to encourage you to stop because it doesn't have to be true. And by repeating the same negative thought to yourself, you're reinforcing an old pattern that makes you feel confined. You are putting yourself in that small little box. You can change the story. There is a much bigger life waiting for you. There's a better life. 
and there is more happiness, freedom, health, and wealth available to you if you choose to commit to changing the narrative in your head. One of the greatest pieces of advice I've ever received came from uh, one of my business coaches. She had said to me, if you want to double your business, triple your growth. And she didn't mean to triple the size of my business or the number of employees or the money I make. She meant that I needed to triple my personal growth. If I'm going to make strides and grow my business, I need my personal growth to exceed that. I need to commit to continuously transforming into the best version of myself so I can be that, so I can be happy, so I can be healthy, so I can be successful in my business, in my life. This, my dears, this right here is the caveat to change. This is why I knew I needed to change after the events of last week. Because here's what it boils down to. Our goal, our goal in life is to grow. Ah, I'm going to say that again. I just tripped over my words. Our goal in life is to grow. I think it's important to remember this. You are not stuck. You've just stopped. Our goal is not perfection. Our goal is to grow. Our goal is to transform. That's why coaches are so useful. Having someone in your life who is there to motivate you and help you stay committed to identifying your next steps and committed to identifying your negative habits and changing your behavior is priceless. And I hope I always have coaches in my life. And I hope you'll consider finding a coach for your life as well. There are a ton of good coaches out there, and I would love to work with you if you'd like some extra support in terms of a little bit more coaching and accountability. Here's the thing. It takes a coach to know a coach. A coach that has grown and gone through your same experiences is the coach that you want to be working with, 100%. A coach that is transparent and authentic and real and willing to share his or her stories to help you feel like you're not alone on this journey is exactly what you need to bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be in life. I definitely would love to see you in my Healthy You Challenge. You know, in this program, I work with a lot of people in a much more personalized and structured way to create change. We tackle our excuses head on and find the core values that will motivate you to take action. And if, especially if you're not sure what to do next. I encourage you 100% to check out my Healthy You Challenge and to get on the wait list for the next one. Um, and there's one more thing. You also know that I'd love to connect with you via text. I send out daily messages to my clients that have signed up for the daily dose of inspiration. You know, this comes in the form of inspiration and encouragement, and it comes out every single day. Literally, your first month, your very first month is a dollar. After that, it's $10 a month. Wow, right? To get messages to your phone directly to your, your text messages that are going to propel you to stay motivated and inspired and to take action in the right direction. Isn't that worth $10 a month? Really? Because you want something so much more. You wouldn't be listening to these kind of messages and you're still here showing up for yourself every single week. I know these messages will encourage you, empower you and inspire you to stay on your journey. So I'm going to include the link in today's podcast for both the healthy you challenge and the daily dose of inspiration. Thanks everyone. I really hope today's message gave you clarity because it takes courage to make change. 
and I hope you've fired up the insides that you needed to the point where you are excited about making some sort of change in your life for the better and have the courage that you need to take that very first step. Have an awesome day and remember your transformation can start right now. Stop waiting for tomorrow.